Welcome to the weekly Mission Red Bank podcast, helping the body of Christ build itself up together in love. Good morning. My name is Micah, and I serve here at Mission Red Bank on the pastoral staff, alongside some other amazing people, and my husband, Matthew, who led worship this morning. It's a privilege to open God's word and to allow him to speak to us today, isn't it? If you've been with us for the last month, you will know that today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and so far we've had two appearances from angels. Well, not right here, but we've at least learned about them. Uh, The first was an appearance to Zechariah, and in that appearance, the angel promised that Zechariah and Elizabeth, who were elderly, would bear a son. And this was something they had waited for for a long time. Through that story, Father Al encouraged us to dare to hope, even in the midst of disappointment and even when heaven may seem silent. The second angel appearance that we have witnessed over the last month was on the second Sunday of Advent when Father Ethan brought to us the story of Mary. And he encouraged us through that story to ask God, what would he now birth through us as his holy church, as we bear the Holy Spirit in this world. And last week, Diane lifted our hearts by calling us to worship, no matter what we're going through, just as Mary did when she faced the unknown. So today, we get our first taste of the fulfillment of the angel's words. John is born... And his birth releases his father's voice. As you may remember, his father had been mute for the whole time that Elizabeth was pregnant. And what we hear as his voice is restored is more than a delight of a man who has finally had a son. We also hear God's Holy Spirit through him beginning to paint with words a picture of what redemption for his people would mean. If you will look with me back over two of the verses of Zechariah's song, we read, Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the rising sun, the dawning of a new day, from on high will visit us to shine on those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Will you pray with me? Lord, illumine our way that we may walk in the light. Amen. Amen. So recalling Zechariah, Elizabeth, and Mary's context, it's been 400 years since they had heard from God. And this is deeply troubling. They had waited. They'd stayed the course. They had continued their prayers, their singing, and their sacrifice but it had been a dark time for Israel. I would imagine their faith at this time would be running a bit dry. Generations had been thirsting for their last ancient prophet, Malachi's words, to come true. Malachi had prophesied four years earlier, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. And that sun is S-U-N, so you get the picture of a sun rising with healing. 
Israel needed heaven's light to dawn. They needed the son of righteousness to come and heal them. So now, John, the one who will go before the Messiah, has been born. The crescendo is building. And we heard it last week in Elizabeth and Mary's praise. And now it's getting louder. The first of the two promised world-changing men has been born. The sun of righteousness is beginning to shine. I remember going through a season of my life years ago, um, probably 10 years ago, and I was longing for the sun of righteousness to shine over my life. A few years later, I had written in reflection of that difficult season. I wrote these words that I share with you this morning. If you'll just listen and maybe see what it might have felt like. It was the middle of the night, and I woke up with terrors. Shaking and breathing hard, I checked on my baby girl. She slept peacefully. I shook my head and whispered for God to please come and help me. My way had grown dark, very dark. And it was not because I chose for it to be dark. It seemed that my efforts to live a faithful life before the Lord had led me here. Here where I was often waking up with dark, demon-ridden nightmares. Here where I was raising my baby alone after a tragedy. Here where my dreams for a beautiful and fruitful life seemed to have completely died and gone in the opposite direction. Here in isolation, I felt the presence of darkness and torment pressing in on me day by day. So in those words, you might hear a little bit of drama, which sometimes my family laughs at me saying I'm dramatic, but it was a very dark season. And I'm sure you've experienced it too, in one way or another. I'm sure you've experienced the longing for light and for love. I know we all have a longing when we hear stories of persecution in China when we see political unrest in our country, when our families fall apart. All of creation feels the longing for his coming again to make all things new. Like in the days of John's birth, we, God's people, need the sun of righteousness to rise, don't we? It's why we celebrate Advent. We celebrate Jesus' first coming, and remembering and connecting with the story helps us turn our heads, hearts, and hands and voices toward him again. Because we have the promise of a new day when he will make all things new, and he will wipe every tear from our eye, and he himself will be the light of the new earth. It's this hope that compels us to embrace and celebrate more than just a religious form. It stokes our flickering faith into a flame of anticipation. When Jesus walked this earth, he was the light of the world walking among us. And now we are to be about his business by being a light in this dark world. 
by loving one another as he has loved us for when he comes again. I wonder if we can just take a few minutes this morning and ask God a simple question. Where would you like to shine your light this morning? Are there places in my life that you desire to shine your light on? If you will, just take a moment and ask him a simple question as we acknowledge his presence among us, as we allow the warmth of his love to scatter any dark place, any fear, any doubt. it's in the safety of your love that we ask you to shine your light to enable us to live in your light as we wait Amen Brothers and sisters let's take the last of the time we have in this season of Advent to slow down because a new day has dawned is dawning and will dawn because our God is loving and he is merciful. As we lit the candle this morning, the candle of love, let it be a living symbol of the light that he gives to those who've been touched by darkness and death's shadow. And let it ignite us until we become the light to all of those around us. He will guide us in the way of peace. Amen. You've been listening to the Mission Red Bank podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Mission Red Bank or have questions about what you've heard today, you'll find us on Facebook. Grace and peace to you, and may God's blessings surround you.